0: Welcome to the Jada Edwards podcast. It's season two, and I'm still sharing with you what God is sharing with me. Yvonne! Okay, not a no. I keep going to call you a no. It's Yvonne Barbie. There it is. There There it is. is. Or a no, like I've always called you. We know you're married. (laughs) How long have you been married, girl? Like 12 minutes?
1: Uh, uh, Yes. Uh, A year and a month.
0: A year and a month. And Mm -hmm. how old are you? Tell our listeners, because you look amazing. 44 44 so 21 but i can't lie you can't lie and you look amazing anyway you still look 21 all america's next Top model they don't even know about you girl Uh, for real when we found that out we gave you the blues we were like which episode (laughs) um what okay this is not really what we're talking about but what has it been like in your 40s established single mom and all of a sudden you're like oh i was married what's that year been like
1: it's been good been good It's good. It's, it's it's fine you know I think as a single woman, you're always thinking, ooh, I want to get married. And mm-hmm. it's like this, all this, I don't know what we think it is mm-hmm. going to be. It's just regular.
0: It's regular. It's just Somebody <laughs> <It's> else there.
1: <laughs> yes. And I've got three boys. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love them. Yeah. Two sons,
0: <laughs> but three boys. <laughs>
1: exactly. You know the husbands
0: count. <laughs> exactly.
1: A mess. Yes. Um. So I just love it. I, I love it. But I love being their mom. I love the boys. I That's love being the nice wife. Time. The only thing I don't like is this whole thing about cooking. Like, they got to eat every day. Every
0: day. And Listen. then multiple times a day. Listen. And everybody everybody stay miss? hungry. <laughs> Do you kind of low-key feel a little bitterness? This is how I feel. When I cook and it's a really good meal and I cook a lot, and then there's none left. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get no leftovers out of this. I'm like, well, oh, this was good. Can I have thirds? on? Yes. That's for tomorrow. <laughs> no. Every day. Mm-hmm. My son is 9 and he wakes up in the morning saying, what are we having for breakfast? <laughs> What's for dinner tonight? Tonight. Uh, Can we just get through the school day? See if the Lord brings us home safely. Yeah, they love food. Mm-hmm. They love food. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank I'm so you. glad you're joining us yeah. on our podcast. Thanks for having me. That's yes. Awesome. Okay. So I was thinking, you know, this whole series we've been talking about, um, I'm calling it the best story you've never heard. Mm-hmm. And so I just think there's so many amazing people that God has allowed me to know who have... Just mind-blowing stories, and yours is one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> let's see. I've known you for almost 15 years, because it was when our church started. Yes. Because Kason your son, is how old?
1: He's 13. He's so a church baby. He, I call him missing. a church baby
0: because in the hotel... <laughs> While we were doing setup, Cason mm-hmm. would be like in the car, in a car seat, sitting mm-hmm. on a chair and praising worship by himself. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, whose baby is this? That's, that's, that's Yvonne's baby. Oh, okay. And I got to set up. Y'all watching. You got to set up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that was, he kind of grew up with, with the church. He and did. so. I was pregnant when I first came. You were. I was pregnant. Yeah. You were at Bible study. Yep. Do you remember when we had Bible study? At Preston Meadows, yes, yes, at the other tree. That yes. was our first conversation. I remember mean, what you had on. You had on like this red top and these. Like, come up to you and say something flare. like, "Yes, I remember." And you were like, "I yes. didn't know you. I, I met your husband. You. I didn't talk I didn't to you." Talk to I was you. like, "I, was I remember like, that." She's so aggressive. Who's this? The yeah. Lord has humbled me, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And I was like, "Who is this tall, skinny girl with this little basketball in yes. front of her?" Um, you were pregnant. That was
1: forever ago. They're
0: crazy. Do you remember well. how? You might not remember this, but I used to have to keep up with the numbers for growth that. I never forget when we maxed out that room for Bible mm. study at 36 mm. at 36 when we were like, God is doing big things. And so, yes, what, what an amazing wow. time. Okay. So tell me a little bit about what brought you to one to the States. Like if it's a whole story in and of itself, before we get into the one word that describes your life, give the, give the people a quick little CV on. I know, on right. I'm like, I'm going to tell Um what brought me to one. Um,
1: Okay. So I'm going to back up with just a little bit. So I am first generation Ghanaian, Mm -hmm. um, American. I mean, so my parents are from Ghana, West Mm -hmm. Africa. And so um, I lived there for a while when I was younger, came down here. And like every African child, Mm -hmm. you have things that you have to be when you grow up. Yes. Doctor. Yeah. Lawyer. Lawyer. Engineer. (laughs) Banker.
0: (laughs) They're that's like, it you can be anything you want to be out of these four, out things. Of these four <laughs> things
1: you can't say i want to be an artist Listen, like, uh-uh. no, nobody no, no, has time. whole disgrace to the whole family right <laughs> so i was just like okay so i'm yeah. gonna grow up and i'm gonna be a doctor yeah. right so i picked one of the four reputable positions mm-hmm. that i can have and so went, came back here to the u.s uh, mm-hmm. went to school after school <laughs> after school mm-hmm. residency and then in residency met a young man then mm-hmm. he was Ghanaian as well. And it was funny because I, in my Ghanaian community, because I was doing what I was supposed to do, mm-hmm. I was considered a good girl. Yeah. Right? And he was considered a good guy. So naturally, we're supposed to get married. Yeah. That's, that's what this you do. He's fit, clearly. <laughs> and, so, and he's going to be a doctor, too. Oh, well, he was going to be a banker. A banker. So okay. We're good. Still? An acceptable option. We were okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so he said, let's get married. And I was like, okay, let's mm-hmm. do it. Right. So came back here, got married. Um, because I was in Texas initially, moved to Florida for mm-hmm. residency, came back here, got married, and shortly after that, did not go well. Mm. And so during that time, I um I was depressed. Mm-hmm. I was depressed. Um, and I say this now: friends and community is Huge, Mm. because I was depressed to the point of suicidal. Yeah. Um. And one of my girlfriends, who's still a good girlfriend now, was Mm -hmm. like, "Yvonne, you need to see a, you need to see somebody for counseling." Mm. And I was like, "I got Jesus. Yeah. I don't need no counselor. Jesus was there. She's all right. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know it at the time. Um. So I said to her, "Okay, I guess I'll go see whoever you want me to go see." And Mm. she was like, "I know this guy. He kind of talked to me when I was going through a tough relationship." And Mm -hmm. I was like, "Fine, I'll go see him." Mm -hmm. And she was like, "Okay, let me call him." So she Mm -hmm. calls the this guy, and she was like, "Okay." Let me talk to him. He said that you're in at the time I lived in Ulist with my sister because mm-hmm. I left my marital home to go moving with my sister. Mm-hmm. And she's he said, you should go um, talk to him. But she said he was in Allen. Mm-hmm. And so he had somebody down in Ulist because it was far drive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, listen. First of all, I don't want to see nobody. Right, right. <laughs> you say he's good. I guess I'll go see him, but I'm mm-hmm. not seeing nobody else. Right. And she's like, okay, let me talk to him. So he, she called back, and she's like, okay, he'll talk to you, but you got to go to Allen. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, fine. So I roll over to Allen at uh, Market Street, <laughs> <laughs> the office, <laughs> the office, to meet with Pastor Conway, <laughs> the and I was therapist. Just like, okay. <laughs> We were small. He was he was past the visit. Right. Right. Cleanup crew,
0: all the things. <laughs> he okay. like, why is your office in this Market Street <laughs> cafe? It worked. And it he set up. <laughs> he would set up like all day. I know they were like, sir. People knew him. was right.
1: <laughs> So we get our pizza from Market Street so a little cafe area. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Got food. And chit chat. And he said, we talked a little bit about what was going on. And mm. he said, Woof. all right. <laughs> So clearly, yeah. um, I, he said one of two things. Um, he said, you um, have to come to our church if you want me to counsel you, because I think it'd be good so that mm-hmm. you have both things. Um, and I said, I live in Ulysses. Mm-hmm. I don't know your church. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to come all right. the way over here and come to church, right. but I'll do what I can. But, And he was like, he was just, he just, I guess, took mercy on me. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can come but i want you to come to this one event mm-hmm. right because you're just depressed you're in the house you're you know you just need to come out and be with people so i said okay fine and mm-hmm. the event was the valentines it was valentines week
0: oh yeah we it, it was
1: valentines day um event and it was a couples and singles combined mm-hmm. thing that time mm-hmm. and i came and it was oh, uh, it was so much fun it oh. was a family feel yes. it was loving I just remember thinking i just want to be part of this uh-huh i don't know what this is yeah i just want to it's be part far of it. but i like it but i like it <laughs> it was a saturday so the next day on sunday i came to church and i was like all right we're gonna mm-hmm. check this thing out mm-hmm. came to church sat in the back quiet mm-hmm. and that was the day that um q proposed to um yeah. and, <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> during service during service I so it. I'm sitting here like, <laughs> I love love and I'm all crying <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm going through a divorce. It was just a mess. And I was like,
0: you know what, Lord, I don't yeah. know what you're doing, but whatever's going on here, I want to be part of it. And oh, I've been here since. Ever, since. ever since. And you have stuck with it. Listen, <laughs> I'm like, Yvonne has been in the kitchen and she's still eating at the restaurant. <laughs> this ride or die, girl. That's right. And good. we've had some good fights. We've had some good disagreements. Yes. But man, what a privilege. Family. What a joy. Yeah. Family. Yeah. So, okay. So that's Yvonne, super amazing, beautiful, tall, skinny, and a physician. Take that. Um, so if you could describe your life in one word, what would that word be? So this is a tough question for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of my life in
1: two parts. Okay, so, I'll give
0: you two words. Okay, thank you.
1: <laughs> I was like, how do I there's do this? There's grace, there's grace. <laughs> you know how people say they're like two days that you have to remember. Um, You remember your birthday mm-hmm. and you remember the date you were saved. Mm-hmm. For me, there were three dates.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Birthday date I was saved, but then the third one is the date that I gave my life to Christ. Mm. Because that was a different date. I got saved at 10 yeah, and lived ratchet and right. You wouldn't surrender. Listen. Though. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Till I was about 30. Mm. Right. Around that time, you know, mm-hmm. God takes you through some stuff yeah. to get you back to him.
0: Yeah.
1: And that was a time around that time of the divorce that I was like, OK, Lord, mm-hmm. I surrender. Mm-hmm. And I I remember I was in my apartment, pregnant, um, crying, snot nose, crying, belly on the side, literally mm-hmm. laid, laying on the carpet. And I said to the Lord, I'm done. I don't know what you're going to do, but mm-hmm. I know you're not going to leave me and my unborn child on the streets because it was a lot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I said, <laughs> wait, because wait, let me back up two things. What what do you say your two words are? So the first one um, is that first part of my life when I wasn't living right was survivor,
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then phase two is phase two is pivot. Ooh, I like both of those. Okay, but hold on, I need a I need a backstory question because I some things I'm like I feel like there was something. Was there something going on with the divorce? Was it affecting resident status? Green, was it something going on? Did I make that up, or did he leave? Did he go back? And did he, he stay here? He left he left to go decompress Do or his think, thing. Yeah, whatever it was. Yes. Okay. Cause I think when I met you, I was like, well, where is he? You like eh. Mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just Over. I was like, what?
0: <laughs> he was just out of the picture. Yes. So it wasn't just divorce. It was like instantly single mom. I feel like I'm on my own. It was it was more than that. It was because I was divorced. I
1: was living on my own. I was poor mm-hmm. because I had just left my job, had no money um, and had no in- health insurance. And so I had case on Medicaid. Oh my God. And so it was all the things and looking for a job and couldn't find a job. And I was just like, Lord. So in that moment, I was just mm. like, I know, Yeah. <laughs> like I literally, and the story, I love the Lord. I just need to say that because the story of how he brought me through that, mm. listen, all day, I can shout from the rooftops of how good he is because as I was laying there, I had a certain amount of mad count and it could last me a certain amount of time. And I was mm-hmm. like, OK, Lord, I don't know what you're going to do, but yeah. I ain't even going about to right. worry about this anymore. And so in that moment, like around that same time, I got um, a call from a job that I had interviewed for months ago. Mm-hmm. Right. At that time, I wasn't looking pregnant. By yeah. this point, I was all the way pregnant. Right. You can't hide it behind a yeah. suit no more. Yeah. And so I said, I, he called and he's like, hey, I'd like to offer you that job. And I was like, okay, just to be honest, I, mm-hmm. I was pregnant when I interviewed. I didn't tell you. I'm super pregnant now. Mm-hmm. I should be delivering in the next month. Are you still cool with that? And he said, yeah, that's fine. Just come do three shifts, right? And then after that. What? Um, yeah, we'll hire you and you're about to give birth. We'll burned. hire you <laughs> and give you maternity leave oh! afterwards. And I said, are you sure? And he said, yeah, we just needed you to cover a couple of shifts. I was like, all right, cool. Bet. Got it. And then I had that year done a lot of stuff with the IRS that was like, I went to a bad tax preparer, mm-hmm. uh, CPA. And mm-hmm. so it was done incorrectly. Found out it was done incorrectly. So I was like, Oh, I'm, there's like $200 come to my name. Listen, Jesus, I want my $200. Right. So I read <laughs> look, put all of that in. And I kept checking with the IRS, kept checking, you know, it's not a weak thing. Like mm-hmm. months later, I'm still mm-hmm. trying to check, trying to get my $200. And I got a letter or a call or something that said, okay, you, you know, Yvonne, your $2,000 is going to be there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm sorry, $200 or $2,000? $2, she's like, no, let me check. No, nope, it's $2,000. And so it was $2,000 plus that little bit of those three shifts uh-huh. took me all the way through my maternity leave to be able to have enough money just to be able to get to my first paycheck. Oh my and God. And so when I want to tell you about Jesus.
0: <laughs> Listen. And how he can do it. Yeah. Um, just, just, oh my gosh. I word So, okay. So, Tell me why you would describe phase one as survivor. What was what were those years like? Um, so that f- first half of my year,
1: like I, I'm the adult in the family. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm African. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we have this kind of higher standard, mm-hmm. not, not to mm-hmm. say, but it's like you have to do this. You have to do this. Mm-hmm. You're the adults in the family. Um, there are no boys, mm-hmm. so I was kind of the guy, yeah, the the male the responsible right. one. Responsible yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I took care of my whole family, mm-hmm. mother, you know, everybody, cousins, and them, mm-hmm. everybody. <laughs> And, and you're the doctor? Oh, oh, you got
0: money. Send some, some money to your cousin over Listen, Who are you telling? I just got our residency. I don't have I don't <laughs> I, want it. Need no money. And I need you to give me some money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I have always
1: had the survivor mentality. Like I knew what my, I had my checklist. Okay, mm-hmm. you do this, go to school, do that, do this. So I've always been the one in charge of my life. So mm-hmm. it was never a dependency on God. It was mm-hmm. always a survival mentality. Mm-hmm. To the point where um, Destiny's Child had a concert.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not when they were singing yep. Survivor.
1: Yes, <laughs> they were singing Survivor. So my girlfriends and I went to a concert and we all had T shirts. <laughs> my one of them was She's say up there. my name. Been through Survivor. I was Survivor. My other girlfriend's <laughs> Bootylicious. We won't name which one that was. I mean, listen uh, we, to the point that that's what my identity was—that I can survive on yeah, my own, yeah. without Christ. So that was that first phase. But then when everything broke down mm-hmm. and all my um, plans didn't mm-hmm. work, and I was no longer perfect yeah um I was like okay Lord mm-hmm. I, I give up and, yeah. and when I laid on that floor I was like I'm done mm. okay what do you want me to do how should I pivot right and from there I kept just hearing and seeking and trying to figure out where he wanted me to go okay that's not the route right, pivot you mm-hmm. know what do you want me to do I'm pivoting how do mm-hmm. you want me to go let's go yeah um and that's why I have two phases what
0: were you what do you think or do you remember feeling because sometimes you can have that that instant, that moment where you're like, okay, God, I surrender. I know you're calling me to pivot, Mm -hmm. but the, the high of the moment can wear down after you have to live it out day to day. So Mm -hmm. what was that tension like? Because you're a very driven person. Your personality is very directional, not to mention, um, not coming from a lineage that's not based in America. People from outside this country always have more hustle more grind, you know? And so, and single mom, like, like still, still practically needing to survive mm-hmm. but not wearing that mentality what mm-hmm. was that shift like what did you how did you feel like god begin to make that real shift in you after that decision was made does that make sense mm-hmm. yes like what did that look like was it friends was it um mm-hmm. your involvement in ministry was it your time and i mean the your time in scripture was it like how were you growing differently mm-hmm. um once you decided to make that pivot
1: I think I'm still growing, right? Oh,
0: so, yeah. Like, for I mean, real. For real.
1: But I think as as I look back, mm. each it wasn't easy because mm-hmm. that's all I've done my whole life. Now mm-hmm. you're telling me to <laughs> follow you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean, Lord? Um. And so it was always this idea of, okay, whatever situation I'm in, am I really truly trying to do this on my own, Yvonne? Or mm-hmm. am I really surrendering? So it was a constant, everyday asking yourself that question. And I still mess up. A whole bunch of times mm-hmm. and still do it now because I'm like I got this. I'm a survivor. I can do it. But then I'm like, do you got this? Is, mm-hmm. Do you need to have this right? Yeah. Um, are you even doing it right? Are you checking in? Is that what you're supposed to be doing? All the things. And so, it's an every day. Yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. Figure it out.
0: Um, I want to ask you a little bit about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we've. Well, I know we have, but not. I don't know if we've talked specifically about this because it was, um, already part of your story when I met you. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that process like having to forgive your ex-husband? Mm-hmm. Like, because you couldn't even just be like, I'm out. Like you have a reminder mm-hmm. and he's a cute reminder. He's a cute he's right. reminder, you know, <laughs> Um, but it hasn't always been roses. That, mm-hmm. that relationship hasn't been like, oh, and we just worked it out. And now we are co-parenting. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's not that ideal dream of what happens when. So th- that's been a lot of highs and lows mm-hmm. where you had to deal with, um, you know, feel abandoned, betrayed, alone, again, and again. Like sometimes I think when you are in those situations, it feels like it's reopening this mm-hmm. wound. And as so, soon as you think you're past it, something else happened. My son turns five, then he turns ten. Yeah. You're like, I keep, you know what, Joker? I keep getting <laughs> reminded of, of why I don't like you. So what? That's what true. was that forgiveness? What's that journey been like for you? Because um, I think a lot of people wrestle with that. You yeah. know, uh not. I mean, single moms or whether you've been married or not, but you may have been hurt by a parent, you know, yeah. or or a sibling or betrayed by a friend. I just think it's such a theme <laughs> in our life, like yeah. releasing people and, you know, mm-hmm. finding that peace with God and not in the, I ran to the altar because the song moved my heart kind of mm-hmm. way, but like the every day mm-hmm. I pray well for this person and yeah. I just don't know, you know, so what was that like for you? Um, so a couple of things. Um, so
1: there was a lot of, hurts. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of pain, yeah, a lot of pain, a lot of anger. Um, but I, first of all, uh, shout out to counseling. Mm-hmm. So counseling, yeah. after going with Pastor Conway, I still went through counseling some more. Mm-hmm. I still have my counselor on speed dial. Listen, <laughs> if I need you, <laughs> right. like, hey, girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just through counseling, what I recognized was a few things. I was at fault mm. in, that, in that situation. Ooh. Um OK. And
0: how in the world do you come to that place? Oh, it took forever. Because <laughs> forgiveness <laughs> like is really like, you know what, well, Lord, they trifling, but I, I'm holy, so I'm going to let Listen, them go. Let me tell you like, things. Let me check it off. And the Lord's did. like, no, let me tell you that you kind of, you trifle.
1: Exactly.
0: Oh my God. Did that's that feel like, for real God, did that like hit you, hit you like a ton oh. of bricks that you were at fault? Oh, me and Jesus, we pull
1: cool <laughs> like that. I, I, I talk to him like that. Like me, I'm like, really, Jesus? Like that. That's how we're going to do it? Okay. 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 Yeah, okay. No, <laughs> But yeah, it was, I needed to come to that realization Mm -hmm. and then just work on me, right? And then in that working on me, I recognized, first of all, you, because I had this, again, this idea of perfection in my head. Mm -hmm. And so for me, (laughs) through counseling, I recognized that I wasn't even mad at him for all the things that went down. What I was mad at was that he He messed messed up up the plan. The plan and my perfection. Yeah. And what I had built. Right. Right. And I was like, that is so jacked, Yvonne. Like that's that you have so much to work on yourself Mm. uh, that you need to recognize what your issues are and then recognize that everybody's got their own issues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so he's struggling with his pray for him. Yeah. That he can get through his. And it's not about you yeah it's about his salvation and his relationship with the lord and you're working on yours pray that he works on his and whatever that looks like but it's not about you
0: girl and that's when i was able to let go
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i think that's so powerful and it's so insightful to say because i think we want to say that you know our hearts are broken when we sin (laughs) but or when we disappoint god but really our hearts are broken when our plans don't come to fruition and that's Mm -hmm. a big that's such a big point of awareness to be, to say, I mean, I'm hurt and that really wasn't cool, but I'm really irritated that you messed up my, my, whole, my I, whole, I had thing. a 5, 10, 20 listen, year, I this is where we're supposed to be at age four. Yeah. All my life I've been working on this. Absolutely. It up. Absolutely. <laughs> That's no a whole perfect. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. how do you think that shifted? How old was Cason? Do you, do you remember when you felt like, okay, I can really release your dad or I started the process before he was born?
1: Because I remember thinking, I do not want to bring this child into this world and mm-hmm. have this anger mm-hmm. towards mm-hmm. his father. I don't I don't want him to feel that and see that. Mm-hmm. Um so it started before, of course, it was a daily process yeah. and I kept, you know, going and going. And there was, like you said, mm-hmm. moments where I was like, oh, yeah, say, here
0: here
1: this go. man right here. <laughs> Joker, as we say, right? <laughs> but in the midst of it, I still continually was like, Okay, you well, it's still not about you. Yeah. So much
0: do you feel like um now you now that you were had spent all these years as a single woman mm-hmm. um and then a single mother in addition, do you feel like there was also not just the releasing of him and where he may have failed, even as you learned about your own failures, your own shortcomings? Do you feel like there's also a releasing of this idea that married is better? especially with a child like was that does that does that process happen together or do you feel like i had to deal with the forgiveness first and then start to wrestle with but am i okay if i if i never get married i
1: have to deal with forgiveness first yeah i
0: need one thing at a time
1: right Right, let me deal with that first and then it got to the point of okay um i feel like that's good Mm -hmm. you know um now, do I want to get married again? Let's mm-hmm. start there. Do I want to go through this again? Mm-hmm. Do I want to be vulnerable again? Mm-hmm. Because you still got to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. right? Um, and is this something I want? Mm-hmm. And then when I recognized it, it was still something I want. I was like, all right, cool.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember that phone call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's do this right. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is the Real and Raw podcast. So we're going to tell the whole truth because some single women need to hear this. Because oh, I flushed <laughs> you real good when that was so, I was so, I was so... Don't call Jada. (laughs) I I was so mad because I love you so much. And I felt like the desire, once you came to grips with like, okay, tough boss Yvonne is like, yeah, okay, I want to be married. That I didn't like the way you were making some decisions. And that don't mean I was right. I just had an opinion about it. And so what I want to hear like a couple of things. One, the role that community played Mm -hmm. as you started, trying to navigate that even when community was not saying mm-hmm. what you want it and number two how you were able to manage the tension of wanting something without letting it lower your standard mm. like community and then how you were able to say I want to be honest about what I want but mm-hmm. I also don't want to give in to what I want mm-hmm. does that make sense yes okay
1: and it-
0: <laughs> you can say what you want to say you can say you didn't like me it don't bother me <laughs> At it all. was tough, um, <laughs> very difficult. Yes. Um, I was mean. It, it, I, well, I, I, I I wasn't I was mean because that hurt. speaks to intent. I said harsh words, and I had to come back. I, I, think, yeah. I was like, "I'm sorry," but you know, <laughs> I love you. And I was yes. like, "It's okay." <laughs> I was like, "I know, I was, I know, I was harsh," but you know where it was coming from. But that still, what you know, I, I felt. I was like, "I need to call and That was the biggest thing.
1: I knew where it was coming from. And going back to this idea of community, because I had other women in my my circle of friends that were like. Mm-hmm. yeah i don't know you know mm-hmm. you're not doing it right let's talk through this all of that and i appreciated all of that in the midst of it
0: mm-hmm.
1: in retrospect i appreciate yeah. it but in the midst of it i was you know still strong-willed and i was yeah. like that's what i want I'm yeah. but mm-hmm. then i remembered that when i decided that i wanted to do this all over again i put into place some um some people that were that had absolute um, ability to speak into my life mm-hmm. so if they said no then I had to really pause because mm-hmm. the first time I did it, one of my girlfriends are and the one that is still a girlfriend of mine right now was like, I don't know about him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you don't love me. Mm. You don't understand. <laughs> I love him. All mm-hmm. this foolishness. The to work it out. Exactly. I prayed about it. I you know, feel good about it. He can please me. Foolishness. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my God. Because y'all both broke. Okay. That's why. <laughs> and so I didn't listen. I didn't heed. um counsel at mm-hmm. the time, and mm-hmm. I, I refused to do that this time around. Mm. No matter how long it took or what we needed to go through or what that process looked like, it was going to be done right or it wasn't going to be done at all.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. I was not going to do this again mm-hmm. the wrong way, um, not honoring God, mm-hmm. not uh, honoring my covering, mm-hmm. uh, because I chose to put that covering there, yeah. um, which was you in Conway, and then I also did not want to do that to my child.
0: Yeah. That's a whole nother. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: We're not doing this. Mm-hmm. He didn't meet Casey until about a year before we got married. Mm-hmm. And we've been dating for four years. <laughs> like, yeah. like, no. was like,
0: am I going to beat him? Mm, not yet. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I need to make sure we're good.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that was hard. But I do remember when you made a decision to say, I really want this, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to not do this. If it's going to go, I don't want this to go badly. Yeah. And that's that's a hard place to come to. And I think <clears throat> on the other side now, a year into marriage, Um, at 44 and still looking amazing. I'd say that every time (laughs) um, to know that had this season of marriage never come, that there's still joy. There's still contentment. Like this wasn't the thing I needed. Do you, do you remember the moment where you, I remember this moment. So I'm going to ask you, do you remember that moment where God flipped something in you where you're like, Oh, I don't need this. I just really want it. I remember for kids, you know, both of my beautiful ones are adopted. And I remember like, oh, I want a kid. I want to have kids. And the Lord was like, you want pregnancy photos. Do you really want kids? And I was like, oh, I feel like I that's just got attacked," um, <laughs> Because you just want the stuff. And then I was like, oh, do I? And then he started showing me all of these people that I was able to mother and yeah. influence and all these women whose lives I get to pour into. And he was like, that's really what you want? Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh. And I remember wrestling wanting kids so bad and, we kind of—I don't say forgot. We just were playing the church. I tell Joe all the time, like you know, you're my second born, first born in the church. You know, the sir. church. He'd be like, where's all my pictures? First seven years, bro. Y'all wouldn't have seen. We couldn't have done it. So, That's but true. I remember we couldn't have. But I remember God bringing certain women to my mind. I had some very specific experiences mm-hmm. during a very couple of weeks, a very specific time in my life where God was showing me this is what your heart wants mm-hmm. to mother to influence. And it was a it was bittersweet for me mm-hmm. because I remember. Feeling glad that God knew what my heart really wanted and that I had it, but also feeling sad because I was like, Is this a setup? You you're trying to you're trying to get me ready for you saying no, we no, never gonna have sure. kids, right? I was like, Oh mm-hmm. <laughs> <So Yes>, Lord. <laughs> it was bittersweet and but it was such a pivotal moment for me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a few months after that that mm-hmm. we got the call for Joe and all this stuff. So he looked just like you. Man. That's my baby. That's Jesus. That's my baby. (laughs) He's not as neat as me. Jesus, we working on that. But he is much more compassionate than me. So praise (laughs) the Lord. (laughs) Uh, But do you remember a moment like that where it was like, oh, I think I may not be what I want, but I think I'll be really good if this never happens. So
1: I had it initially before we met, Mm -hmm. but it was a false Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was like super spiritual because I knew I was supposed to do that. You know what I'm saying? So right. I was like, "Jesus, if it all, happen, all, right. all right. And then I'm like, "But you're gonna make heaven, right? Just okay. okay. <laughs> right. wanna make sure we good." And so it yeah. took a minute. It it really did take a minute. Um, and then and then I got to the point where I was like, "Okay, if it doesn't happen, cool. Mm-hmm. I still wanted it, but I'm like, okay, but yeah. you're God, and so you know what's best. So if it doesn't happen, I'll be a little bummed, but I'll be all right. Yeah, because I know you got me, right? Yeah. And so that's essentially all I need. Right. Um. And so it was during the relationship, at the beginning of the relationship, I was like, oh, my gosh, is this it? You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, butterflies and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And then kind of during the all the ups and downs mm-hmm. of it all, I was like, you know what, Lord, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, no, never. I was like, and, but, it, look, and then I was, I was at the
0: wedding. I the Lord, He worked it. <laughs> work spoke it in the wedding.
1: <laughs> um, but in the middle of that, the Lord was like, do you really want him? Are mm-hmm. you OK if this does not work out? Oof. And I came. That's when. Yeah. In the middle yeah. of a relationship, there's a moment. Yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, Lord, if it do not work out, it doesn't work out. But I am not gonna go above authority. I'm not gonna go do what mm. I have done in the past because I want to. I know I'm a grown woman. Yeah. And I can do whatever I want, but that's not honoring to you. Yeah. And so if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, and I'm okay with that.
0: Ooh, that's, that's a I word. That's a word, girl. I mean, okay. so many people need that. Single women need it when their hearts are wanting marriage, but some of us just have dreams for a business and career and mm-hmm. all these other things. And God is like, not now, or not for now. some reason it's not yeah. happening. And man, we just have to believe that God is a dream giver. Like mm-hmm. there's probably some other dream that we're ignoring because we want this other thing so badly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I think that's going to be a good encouragement.
1: Okay. And, and if he gave it to you.
0: He's gonna make it work out. He's gonna make at it the work. end. It yes. doesn't matter. So just chill. You ain't and got to just force it. It. it'll be fine. Oh, that's so good. That's so fine. good. Okay. Uh last question. How is God surprising you these days? Besides having to cook dinner all
1: the time. <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, Friday is only when I cook. The other days I'm like, y'all think for yourself. And weekends <laughs> it's him. Um so surprising me. I think so the Lord and I have this relationship where we just be like, mm-hmm. I'd be like, yo, um, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of, that's how we talk. Yeah, let's keep it real, Right. So he's always showing me different things or telling me stuff. And I'm just like, mm, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he, in this moment is giving me something that he's placed on my heart, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't want to say yes. So yes. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like the Lord told me, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. On him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's a direction that I need to go into. So, he's surprising me and teaching me humility Mm -hmm, in it mm -hmm. because again, I've been the survivor. I got this, I can do it. Mm -hmm. And it's same kind of story. He's like, I I put this in your heart. It's not happening now. Mm -hmm. I need you to be patient with it. And I need you to, and this, this theme has been running throughout for the past three weeks. I need you to not do it alone Mm. Um, because anything that I put in you, uh, I'm bringing people alongside you to Mm -hmm. make that happen. Mm -hmm. And so that's, kind of where i'm like okay lord i i thought <laughs> mm. i thought i could do it and yeah. it's, it's a done deal because you've done it but i'm like i'm still surprised in the fact that he's like no not now yeah. Um let's wait i need you to do this i need to work these things out in you
0: mm-hmm. um before it happens and yeah. so that's what i'm learning wow. that's this that's so good i'm not gonna tell all your business because i'm gonna you let can. you tell it I but it. i think it's interesting many of us are driven by whatever our goals are right Mm -hmm. overcoming poverty or doing what our parents say or whatever we think is success Mm -hmm. and you have done well as a medical professional and I always joke because I'm like when do you work like four (laughs) days a month I need your life except I didn't want to go to medical school in 28 years of never mind you just go ahead and do it but you know that's that's something that a lot of people attain to that level of financial success with all this freedom and I, and I think for a long time that those were just innate goals for you, you know, whether it was family or survival or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so now to hear these things on your heart that you share with me, this pivot Mm -hmm. to want to pour into people and give financial guidance for families and people who would not have it, Mm -hmm. um, partly from experience, but also knowing that that, that's not going to yield necessarily the same lifestyle, depending on what God calls you to do with that, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I just think there's so much, there's weight in God saying, I'm going to let you do your thing for a while. Mm-hmm. But then I might give you something that's greater and deeper and more profound. Yeah. And it might change your bank account. It may yeah. change your lifestyle, but it's going to fill your soul. Yes. You know? Yes. I mm-hmm. think it's such a it's such a big thing to be able to walk away from what, and I, and, and I don't know what's going to happen now or how God's going to work it out, but to be willing to say, yeah. that ain't it. Like there's still a thing in my soul that God is yeah. calling me to, and
1: it's funny because I went into medicine with thinking that um so the the whole idea was this idea of being able to help people because when I went into um backstory when I was younger we were pretty poor right mm-hmm. and so I got sick and I remember telling my mom at the time hey I need to go see the doctor and she was like "We got no insurance you mm-hmm. can't go see no doctor and I was like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard because yeah. I had just come back from Ghana mm-hmm. and Ghana we were rich because mm-hmm. we brought the dollars there and so we had the affluence from mm-hmm. exchanging the, the dollar to the city and so when we got here we were like, for real, poor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it, the money doesn't go yeah, to the same way. Like, what? Yeah. And so I remember saying to my mom at the time, when I grow up, I'm going to open up a clinic that's going to take care of patients, blah, 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 all this mm-hmm. stuff. So I was like, I was gung-ho. I was like, why do we have such a rich country and such poverty, with poverty, you can't get good health care? Yeah. That makes no earthly sense. Mm-hmm. I went into ER because you don't have to care about, you know, who's, who's getting paid, what the, are the lights on? Mm-hmm. I don't care. I see my patient. Somebody's figuring out if those lights are getting on. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm taking care of the patient. Insured, not insured, that's not my focus as the yeah. patient. Um, and I remember in residency, um, when I did it in Miami Beach, okay? Mm-hmm. So y'all know mm-hmm. the clientele was a little mm-hmm. different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they roll up in there in their Porsche and whatnot. Celebra- we, we saw celebrities, mm-hmm. all these things, and they would say, you know, oh, you need to go see that patient in room five because they're the founder or they are so-so and so. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking- I'm over here seeing that little old lady who is, you know, poor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to finish seeing her. I don't care about this. Not yeah. that I don't care, but I'm like, I'm yeah. not going to go out of my way yeah. to go show favor her. for no reason. Exactly. Just on money, Yeah. Because they don't have any money. And so that was kind of my heart in mm-hmm. doing it because it was this idea of poverty. and You need to get good healthcare, no matter how, what your status is, financial mm-hmm. status is. And so in going back, recognizing that really mm. it was the financial piece that was always in your heart that was always in my heart yeah. so it wasn't necessarily medicine per se yeah it, i mean medicine it was just a vehicle to provide, to provide that need exactly yeah so now i'm just like okay lord Ooh. like how do we deal with the finances it's like the <laughs> root of it yeah to
0: be able to help so
1: I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm I don't know where girl. we're going. I know. Jesus? I know. That's the best
0: part. We, Jesus <laughs> takes the wheel and I'm going to close my eyes. I always <laughs> the <this place>. Jesus <laughs> take the wheel. I'm looking over here. Um, we're gonna have to do part two because I'm excited about yeah. what God might be doing in the next season. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Thanks for too. being with us, Yvonne. I appreciate it.
1: This is mine. Love you, girl. <laughs> Love
0: you too. <laughs> Yay. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, make sure to leave a comment, leave a review, share, subscribe, all the things, and we'll catch you next time.